0: Welcome Three hours great to the Petros and Money Show. On air at AM 570 LA Sports. With the ability to really go anywhere and do anything. Streaming everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> Hosted by Mad Money
1: Smith. Check out my fit. And Petros Papadakis.
0: That's what we like to hear. Here they are on your home of the LA Dodgers. In sync and down the green. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. All men are born free, just not for long. A oh, The Gong Day, Petros and Money. AM
2: Five. Seventy Sports. Live everywhere on the iHeart Radio app. We got a three-hour show today. Going to Clippers basketball tonight against the Nuggets. Tomorrow it'll be two to five. Going to Thursday night football, and then Friday again three to six going to Clippers basketball. So tomorrow flex alert two to five. Today three to six. Friday three until six. And we want to remind you
0: six.
1: alert!
2: with all the play-by-play we just mentioned, it continues on Saturday, not here, but on Apple TV. The 2023 MLS Cup presented by Audi is Saturday, December 9th. Why do you care? Well, because your MLS Cup champs, defending champs, LAFC are back in for the opening <laughs> five against the Columbus Crew. So December 9th, that is this Saturday. Tune in to the Action Live on TV. Watch free on Apple TV with MLS Season Pass. It starts at 1 p.m. Pacific on Saturday.
0: We're looking forward to that, but we have so much to be thankful for and look forward to. Uh, We have a great day and great sports talk lined up on this We Just Won't Be Defeated Wednesday. And today... Great sports talk. David Vassay, who put on a hell of a show uh, last night's Dodger talk that preempted us from uh, 6 to 7 Pacific time from Brad Paisley's Man Cave was a heck of a show. David Vassay. Now, that was Vassay's deal. Paisley invited Vassay to come to his house, and it was just going to be them two. And then suddenly, because of the draft thing that Paisley was doing, it ended up becoming an entire Dodger front office party with Dave Roberts and David Vassay and Brad Paisley and some of his people in his man cave. And I believe they stayed up deep, deep, into the evening talking talking baseball and having a good time. But the wild thing was is that was Vassay's party, and Andrew Friedman and Dave Roberts crashed Vassay's party. And I believe it ended up uh, very beneficial for everybody. And it looks like, Matt, the circus has fallen down on its knees out there in Nashville now.
2: It has, yeah. Dave, Dave has got a, an interesting, eclectic uh, group of hangers-on or friends or fans, Dodger superfans that understandably love listening to Dave and Dodger talk and follow him, and he has maintained those relationships. He'll go to lunch with Colin Hay. Uh, he'll go to dinner with Brad Paisley. He'll massage those relationships when he's on the road. Go to see Shaquille O'Neal at TNT with Kenley Jansen while he's in Atlanta, and, yeah, Paisley invited him into his private car service that was taking him from the, the draft lottery back to his house. And before you knew it, like you said, the entire Dodgers organization is there in the background. Dave's doing Dodgers talk live.
0: And they ended Dave, up cutting it short to go to UCLA Insider.
2: It was a damn shit. And let me tell you something. Last night, I have been in ridiculously awful traffic, as we all have in the city of Los Angeles, over the course of my 32 years here. I have never been in traffic like that since probably Halloween, like four years ago when we were texting back and forth about how miserable we were. It took me over two hours to get home and the six to seven o'clock hour, the
0: Tuesday before Thanksgiving this year was, was pretty bad. It's been
2: it, it, but this was I got home. It it legitimately was two hours and 20 minutes for me to get home. The six to 7 PM hour was a blessing. And when he signed off, when I heard that Randy Newman (laughs) and I knew I still had an hour and I'm looking at my freaking Google Maps and I got an hour and 20 to go. I'm like, come on, man. Give me another hour. Dave, Chris Archer was fantastic. But wasn't
0: it a softball night for UCLA Insider? I don't know. Didn't they break Um, down the L.A. Gronk Bowl for you so I don't have to do it today?
2: (laughs) I opted, and I know our boss doesn't have been, like hearing this. My apologies to our partners at UCLA, but maybe they could have gone on at I don't know, like nine o'clock. Uh, I opted to go to the SiriusXM Chill Channel. Oh man, and listen to uh, listen to some downbeat, for shame, some dubstep, and some for shame. Uh, yes, some trance music to, to soothe my soul since I needed help.
0: A little soma. Well, I look, uh, I thought it was one of the best hours. Look, we do try. It really was great. We try really hard. Great sports talk. To put together really good shows every single day filled with content and different things, eclectic things, things we think the listeners want to hear, things that we genuinely want to hear about, and we hope that that then translates. And I think, you know, Vasse, he has a lot of relationships. He's a genuine guy that people gravitate towards because he seems very real because he is very real in those relationships and it was a great night for him that that all came together around him and it ended up being a hell of a show that uh, i mean I, i love dave but i don't often wish like hey i wish i could get another segment of dave you know i don't listen to a lot of sports talk radio uh but last night i was wishing that that would have continued and i was not in hellacious traffic i was just sitting at home uh listening on the iHeart Radio app, it was pretty riveting stuff. Now, what actually happened out at the winter meetings when it comes to Shohei Ohtani and all of that? Not much. Not, Not much, much, no. But that was a, a, a victory in and of itself to get all those people together after a lot of people were worried that there would be some kind of rift between Dave Roberts and the Dodger front office because of the confusion regarding the Ohtani situation and the secrecy. It didn't seem like it.
2: No, not I guess not Dave at all. can tell us later, you know, what it was like since he had his eyes on them in that room. Friedman didn't come on, but Roberts was what there. What it was like, man? Could... It
0: was a freaking party. That's what it was yeah. like, brother.
2: I mean, and you could tell that there was little alcohol that maybe oh, lube that maybe conversation, a and and Dave was kind of laughing about it, and well, both Daves were. Um, about him just telling people exactly what happened and thinking that it wasn't really a big deal. And you could hear the grabbing of the ass with Friedman in the background. You could hear
0: the grabbing of the
2: ass. You really could. You could really hear the grabbing of the ass, which I could have just listened to as sort of ambient sound for an hour. Were that on AM 570 LA Sports? I would have done that. Just uh, the ambient
0: well, sound. Not, of not over. fan Brad Paisley. Not over. Uh... Not over Brewing
1: Insider. Great sports talk. Yes, Kate. Did you guys think like I did for a minute about the other people who covered Dodger baseball, the writers, the bloggers that made the trek all the well, way you out look, to all Nashville? All they do
0: is steal stuff from Vassay. I, I get it. I mean, Vassay told us two weeks ago about the Canada thing and the Blue Jays and how interested they are in the Dodgers. You know, Vassay says this stuff a lot earlier than most people report on it. And so they're they're constantly snatching stuff from Dave anyway. I,
1: I was just thinking of these guys probably sitting in the hotel room wherever they've been put up at. They got to talk to Brandon Gomes and Andrew Freeman and Dave Roberts yesterday with the rest of the media. And then they're off to dinner and watching TV. Oh, while yeah. Dave's, they're all there at
0: Hooters sharing, yeah. a, sharing a bunch of the <laughs> right? peel and eat shrimp, <laughs> right? acting like they had a real victory, and then they turn on Dodger Talk. Right? Oh, no. There's Vasay. The
1: entire brass is here. It's like Vasay's in with him.
2: Nice no, he's heckling Friedman from his mic.
1: Hey, hey, Andrew. I'm going to have a secret phone call. On. This
0: is my party. you can going to have another drink. Have another one. On. Let's put this one right over here. <laughs> oh, he's on drink number two. He's not going to come on now, you drunk. So David Vassay <laughs> is going to join us at our... Th- yeah, I would hate to be like Andy McCullough or whoever it is that had to be like, oh, I didn't get invited to this. And right now... This is where it's at. Right here is the place to be. Paisley's private 100 acre Man. residence, catered by a local Mexican restaurant. David Vasse, the linchpin that keeps everybody interested. What a night on AM Sports Talk Radio! But it had to be. It had to be eschewed, Matt. Why, Bruin Insider? That's a clown question. Why? That's a clown me. question, bro. Why? That's a clown me. question, bro.
2: Yeah, as I said, I think I think it ended, uh, and I was somewhere right around the—
0: I mean, Matt, you're not a the, programmer, the, but, you know, you used to be. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could have called—I uh, mean, it's been a good 20 years, but you could have called uh, Ronnie and been like, hey, tell the Bruin Insider guys to take the night off. I, that's, you know, you when know? it was my job, I had done
1: that. And, you know, I, had done I know that Ronnie had,
0: uh, he had more and more Brad Paisley Christmas music locked and loaded. It sounded beautiful. I felt like I was sitting at Brad Paisley's house next right? to the fire. And I, I don't even like country. I don't even like pop country music.
2: Hey, Tammy, Heidi, you're not going on until 11, all right? Kevin and Bean are going to keep this going with POD. This is some compelling conversation. Exactly. I don't want it to end. We're pushing it <laughs> another hour. So you put a pin
0: in your shift, because I want more
2: POD. I've
0: done it. I guess those sons of Westwood spots had to play during the Bruin Insider. We had to get those going. <laughs> at
1: one point last night, about 1130, I I'm thinking, is Dave still up? Is he still there? Maybe Did he go outside to like go to the bathroom, and all of a sudden, he can't find his way back, and he's wandering through this oh, farm of 100 idea. yards? 100 acres? 100 yards? 100 acres. I mean, yeah, they he'd be able to find it. <laughs> right well, At that point, he might not be able to find his way out.
0: Uh, Let's go, Kyle Tibbin. Uh Dave, I believe... Uh, was well cared for but i think the party went pretty late from what i understand and uh as it should have we will have david Vasse in our final hour as far as the other things we're efforting today uh we do have a top story of the day i think it'll probably be about otani or otani watch as uh we've still Been on it, and we can talk some college football in the next segment if we do or don't hear from our old BFF or one of them, uh, James Horthy from Spectrum Sportsnet. I think he's all wrapped up, he's so wrapped up in this uh, in season tournament that he might not be able to join us today is that the case tim have you uh
1: yeah we're still efforting big game james but you're right so many people are excited about this in-game tournament and the lakers going to the semi-finals i mean it's almost like the nba finals and championship number 18 for the lakers going up on those walls inside crypto i can see where james is wrapped up in this you know what
2: i i, I hear it i hear the facetiousness i hear the sarcasm but let's just think Lakers have an opportunity to win the first of something, okay? You're right. This is the first ever in season tournament in NBA. There will never be another.
0: Remember when Coos won the Summers League?
2: Right? The MVP. Remember when the the Sacramento Kings hung their summer league championship banner? This is the first. It may be the last,
1: but it's the first. Will they hang a banner then? Exactly right next to Taylor right.
2: Swift's microphone, like and you don't think there is there there is just peaked, frenzied interest because they're playing the Pels, the team that they traded Brandon Ingram to for Anthony Davis, and that's going to play out on the court tomorrow night in the semifinals? You kidding me? You kidding
1: me? Yeah, I in, guess. In Las Vegas? You're right. You're right. I should be more caught up in this like everybody else. It's a big deal, man. Jeez. The first semifinal game's at 2 o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. Yeah. The Eastern Conference won in the... Uh, the nightcap is at 6 o'clock at T-Mobile. It's exciting. Be incredible. It's very exciting. So that's tonight.
2: Tomorrow. Tonight, all the teams that didn't make the in-season tournament play. Tomorrow, the in-season no, tournament. That. Friday, all the teams that didn't make the in-season tournament play. And then Saturday, championship Saturday, in-season tournament first ever title will be awarded now, and a champion will be
0: crowned i don't feel like you're this way matt i mean and i do listen to you i think every sunday uh or whenever the Chargers are playing I, I haven't seen you do much of this but it is the curse of the play-by-play man that they're always trying to like find something significant about the game you know what i mean and then they keep going back to it Throughout the game, and then so, sometimes it really works. Like, Get hey, a thread and run. Yeah, it through. yeah. Like sometimes it really works. Like one more win, and this team will have bowl eligibility. You know what I mean, or something like that. That's you know that 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 actually works. But I remember this year doing a game with a guy, and he was like, uh, you know, and this you know they could climb all the way to fifth in the Big Twelve with a win here, and it's like, well, sweet. You know, like, okay, you can mention it once. That's the top half. You know what I mean? You can mention it right. once, but, you know, like, he brought it up, like, three or four times. And, you know, again, with a win here, you know, they'd be all the way up to fifth. It's like, all right. Like,
2: yeah. what's that get him? Is that the beef O'Brady's? Brady's? Right. Is that where you, you know? Go? Is that
0: the beef? Yeah, exactly. But, like, I, I kind of get that vibe about, and, and I, I don't even feel like the play-by-play guys want it. You know, they're just taking marching orders. But, I mean, these national games, they come on the air and they're like, welcome to region seven a of the blue sector of the in-season NBA tournament. And then they put up like a graphic of like, I get my boner, right? They they put up, they put up a graphic of like a standings or like a bracket. And I'm like, what, what is this? You know, I, uh,
2: anyway, yeah, the floor looks weird.
0: They're trying so hard you know to make it something like you know this this is important and you should be in, engaged with this because of its importance and i just don't i just i don't feel as if that's the case like i get it when the floor looks like that it's an in-season tournament game but no i'm
2: with you i watched okay i watched the game last night and i there were you know like you mentioned the thread that they carry through repeatedly they were talking about how hard everybody was playing like over like this is a lebron like lebron and kevin durant met for the first time in the playoffs last year and here they are again it's like here they are again it's <laughs> a <laughs> i guess yeah it seems like <laughs> the guys are playing basketball pretty hard i guess um but yeah I mean, it was very very odd that they would frame it that way but I, yeah, and that
0: thing, that also like these teams really want it. Like, okay.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. The other thing that I think they I don't I don't know if they realize sort of what they've created, but you know, and and again I, we say this all the time, like the people that you were talking about are one of point zero 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 one percent of people that can do the job they they are hired to perform, so they're going to make a lot of money. But they make so much money playing basketball that when you hear them repeatedly say that they're financially motivated, that, uh, that, that hey, yeah, well, we, we really want to
0: win. Yeah, isn't that, you know We got to go get that bag. Everybody in the building that's working, the redcoats, are financially motivated. Right. It's like,
2: well, shouldn't you be financially motivated for the – Sixty million bucks that you're getting paid to
0: Not play. Not enough.
2: Like it's the five hundred grand that you're going to get if you win this. If you if there was no extra money, you would barely pay it any attention. Never mind the people that paid for parking, for the tickets, for the concessions, for the jersey, for the t shirt, for the punching nun, for the for the garden gnome. Like you, it, it, it just. I get what they're doing. Like they they want the players to say, "Yeah, oh no, I'm busting my ass out here." But to me, it it kind of has the opposite effect of, well, yeah, I'm playing hard because I got a chance to win a half a million bucks. And then the superstars deflect by saying, well, I want to win it for the young guys, which is fine. That's what Don said. It's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. you have guys that are going to double their salaries they really if they're want on the team. And that's great. But it just, it rings hollow. Like, well, why can't they do that every night? Instead, they only want to play 60 games a year instead of 82. Like, this is sort of crazy.
0: Yeah, and a
1: trip to Vegas is on the line. It's like, okay. <laughs> so is LeBron James playing for Colin Castleton, who's at the bottom of the Lakers roster? Yes. Is he playing that for Alex it. Fudge James. and Des Moines Hodge?
2: That is what he is intimating, <laughs> that it's that it's the players at the bottom of the roster and not to mention the staff. I think all the staff ends up getting like a you know, like the playoff share or whatever, a, a little bonus here at Christmas time. Which is, again, I have no problem with that sentiment. That's great. I love that he wants to do that, but it also sends the message of, well, why can't you play like this every night? Right. <laughs> my, my season tickets. If I'm, you know, if, or if I just go to one game, I just spent $400 for my family to go to the game. It sure would be nice if you were that motivated to play like this that night. Did Wouldn't they make the
0: courts more digestible? Did they try to, like, tone down no, the courts? they it's... are
2: still very distracted.
0: Last night, it looked like they were a little different, like a little more like...
2: Oh, really? It, just, it still just looks weird because it's such a bold blue color, you know, through the entire, like, middle 60% of the floor.
0: Oh, I saw the one in uh, Milwaukee, and Milwaukee. it looked uh, more subtle, you know. But I'm like Vic. I understand subtlety.
3: Money I speaks, don't. man. Oh, Vic! Hey! M- Money speaks, man. <laughs> That's what D. Ham says about this tournament. Money
2: speaks. Isn't that embarrassing, though? Don't you think a little bit?
3: Listen, whatever it takes as a as a as a fan, as we all are, you know, of the game, you want to see some good hoop, and last night was good hoop. So whatever it takes, if if this is the motivation for you know for Braun and for AD and a you know an AR and you know and the fellas to, to play hard, I dig it. I, I want it. I want to see a high level of basketball, not just mundane hoops you know, over an 82-game schedule. I, I want to see high-level hoops. We, were, we got that last night in the downtown Hoop Dojo, no? Yeah.
2: I'm not saying we didn't. I'm not saying I don't want to see it, Vic. I just said I think it, it sort of sends a message that you're not seeing high-level hoops night in and night out. Machine. That's what it tells me, right? Exactly. That it, it is, and that's, that's a bummer because it didn't used to be that way. Guys would bust their ass. Every night. night in night out and they just don't anymore and this sort of accentuates that
3: yeah this th- this tournament though has been an outstanding uh success for for adam silva and the nba because it is you know these uh would you agree games, with that, Matt?
0: Would you agree with that? Are December. you just going to let Vic say that? I'm going to say no, outstanding success. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't do that. I would never walk out into the middle of the river
2: like that. That's yeah. Stupid. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen what the not to not to play the ratings game like Fred likes to play. But I have not seen if the ratings are higher. I would. I would like to think that you don't need an in season tournament to get a lot of eyeballs on a TNT broadcast of LeBron versus Durant. Right. That should
0: be.
2: That should be must watch basketball. Even if it's just one of the three that they're going to play over the course of 82 games, if right? The you Lakers lost
0: them. a close game last night. Would we be like, "Damn, they're out of the tournament"? Now. Right? Like, would that's we be a great that way, way to put it? it?
3: No, but it's, it, it's it's a great incentive for the Lakers to raise their game, you know, for, you know, as a squad and for the fans. It was good to see, you know, a, a lot of Lakers in the mix last night. We we you know, Hachimura was back in the mix with the mask. It was good to see. Uh, uh, Vanderbilt back in the mix I mean, It was a high level of basketball yeah.
0: 15-7 for Hachimura with 47 million for LeBron
3: What am I going to do with this guy
0: I'm glad they're motivated Jeez What kind of world hmm. is this
3: so Listen, the, the bottom is you want, you want high level hoop And last night You got high level hoop Lakers-Suns, that was a good run
0: Matt, we got big news Other than that Vic loved uh, Gabe last night Said it was a good run yeah. And it's got nothing to do with, <laughs> with show hell Hiltani, so don't get okay. too excited. James Worthy's off the golf course. He's going to join us. There we go. I bet he likes the game. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. You know, well, James was originally very much against the tournament. And then I think the N- N- NBA tentacles, like a hentai show, got to him. Tickled. Or maybe he gets a share. <laughs> maybe an extra game. I don't know.
2: Right? Hey, hey James, we're going to give you a share.
0: I'm sure he's excited about it. I'm going to guarantee he's excited about it. Well, I'm excited to hear how excited he is about it. We're excited for you to hear about how excited he is about it, and we're going to all hear it together, and we're going to hear Matt's excitement, but you Mm. do have to wait through the break. Petrus and Money on AM570 LA Sports. You're now a victim of iHeartRadio's commercial break.
2: That's Roster Money, AM 570 Elite Sports, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. An hour from now, we'll get closure on the winter meetings that have wrapped David Vassay and route back to Los Angeles before he departs Nashville. He'll check in with us one last time from Nashville. James Worthy, driven by the Ford F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 46 years and counting. Head to your Southern California Ford dealers for great offers on a Ford F-Series truck. Unidos, we are stronger.
0: Yes, it's James Worthy joining us now on the Petros and Money Show live to talk Lakers, to talk the tournament that is the in-season variety, the hot competition last night with the Phoenix Suns, and the state of the state of NBA basketball. Nobody better than the great Hall of Famer, James Worthy, a hero to the people, and everybody loves to see him around town because he's always got a friendly face and a smile and a handshake for the fans. He ain't scared of the people. That's why he won an Emmy with Spectrum Sports Net this year. James, how are you? Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, guys? What's the word? Uh, not much. Uh, just excited. Uh, what was last night uh, a hotly contested game in your mind? Was there a little extra on that last night? What were your impressions of it? A lot of people are talking about it.
4: I'll tell you what. Um, I am so impressed with this mid-season tournament, I I, I didn't buy it right away. But it has turned out to be super competitive. Um, You know, the fans love it. And I I think it's turned out to be something exciting uh, for regular season. And, you know, to to go up against the Phoenix Suns with Booker, uh, and and, uh, I know they didn't have Bill, but us getting Vanderbilt back and Reddit has made a big difference. And our defense. So I was, I was impressed with the, with, the, with the outfit of the game.
2: James, what did you uh, make of the controversy at the end of the game, awarding uh, the Lakers the timeout, the Suns upset, Frank Vogel especially, that, that he didn't think Austin Reeves had possession when they could have had an opportunity to tie or win the game? What did you think of the call?
4: Uh, they missed the call. There's no question yeah. about that. They missed the call. Uh, uh, Austin Reeves did not have possession of the ball. The referees miss a lot of calls. It brought me back to last year when we were playing Boston and LeBron got smacked on the arm real hard and his mm. call. Of course, they missed calls, and that was one that they definitely need more. Oh,
0: no. James Worthy is our guest on the Petro and Money show, uh, talking about the in season tournament just off the golf course, and we're happy to have him. Lakers played tomorrow. Uh, James, uh, shouldn't they be motivated for the 82 games anyway because they get paid so much?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, oh, this is incentive for the guys. I didn't think they would be all for it, but I think the fact that it's an indication of, you know, where you are midseason, you know, um, and, and you it's, it's nice to see that. I think guys have bought into it. And, hey, $500,000 is $500,000. That's no a, a lot of money, and so go for it.
2: James, if they win, because I heard LeBron say this after the game, he talked about, you know, getting the bag. It's, it's, it's not just for him, but more for the other guys on the the team that, that are making a veteran's minimum. But he also pointed out staff and those people get extra money. If they play in that extra game, that'll be an 83rd game. Uh, the championship game will mean they play in one more than anybody else. What does that mean for you and Gator and Big Shot Bob? You guys get an extra game check if they end up making this championship on Saturday?
4: You're damn right, baby. Another check for big games. <laughs> yeah. The more I get paid, so I love it, man. And, you know, I, I just love that, that all the teams that are in it, they're team building. It's, if they're getting closer. They're building chemistry. And so I think it's great leading it to Christmas and then going into – uh, the new year, man. It's it's really been exciting. So let's go Vegas.
2: They're uh, they're going up against the the Pelicans. Obviously, a team that will always have a connection with, as long as Anthony Davis is on the Lakers and Brandon Ingram is on the Pelicans. Just uh, we we talk about it a lot. You know, and and the kind of player that Brandon Ingram has become uh, an all-star, maybe a perennial all-star if he gets back there again this year. I mean, he's a 24, like 24, 25 point, 5 and 5 or 6 and 5 kind of guy. Did you know that this is what Brandon Ingram was going to become, that he could be someone that could lead a team to the postseason?
4: Yeah, I I hated to lose him uh, because I knew uh, in the future he was going to become um, somewhat like a Kevin Durant. He's not quite there yet. But when you talk about size, length, and the ability to get your shot off, uh, to me, he kind of mirrors that. And so uh, I hated to lose him. I mean, we got AD. We had to make a trade. uh, But Ingram, for sure, is going to be somebody to reckon with for the rest of his career if he stays healthy.
0: Well, everybody's talking about Zion Williamson again this year, uh, not being in shape. uh, But he is a pretty impactful player. What do you make of this guy, James? And do you think he'll ever fulfill – you know, some of that massive potential.
4: Yeah, if he stays healthy, uh, I believe he can he can really be uh, you know, a guy that can be dominant. I mean, you know, when he they let him handle the ball a lot, and when he handles it, you know what's coming and you still can't stop it. He's you know, he's like LeBron, he just bounces off of people and he makes it very difficult to not foul him. So if he can stay healthy and lose some weight, I think he'll be Somebody that you can have to deal with for the rest of his career as well.
2: How important do you think that game was for Austin Reeves last night? I know he's come on as of late a little bit, had a good game uh, against Houston the other night, but just to kind of see a little bit of that magic that we saw in the in the postseason from him, James, that had kind of eluded him so far early in this season, is is that something that maybe you can you can build on, especially hitting that big three to put him up by four in the final seconds there? Look, Austin
4: Reeves is a modern-day Pistol Pete if you to me. And I think he was a little bit tired when he came back from, uh, from, from USA basketball. And I also, we needed someone to come off of the bench. We don't have Gabe, uh, you know, Vincent right now. So I think Darn did a good job of bringing him off the bench. He's not on the floor with uh, LeBron and AD as much. It gives him a chance to operate. He's really good without, you know, navigating downhill. Uh, getting potential three-point shots. He's a good assist guy. Four years of college, man. When you stay four years in college, you get all the drill work. And that's what he has. You see the offensive rebound he got last night? He doesn't spectate. Whatever is needed, he does it. His toolbox is full. And I just love the way he plays, and I like him coming off the bench with Rui, uh, you know, with, with Wood perhaps, and some other guys he can make much better.
2: We always love asking you about your time on the court, James. I was thinking, I don't know if you saw it, but the the 49er Philadelphia Eagles game where Dre Greenlaw, a linebacker, ends up getting over to the Eagles sideline, and next thing you know, their head of security, this big old six foot eight guy by the name of Dom, who's a real Italian dude, you know, Italian flag on his hat and stuff, puts his hands on Greenlaw. Greenlaw puts his hands in in Dom's face. Uh, you know, not a football player, but just a part of the staff. They both get ejected from the game. Did you ever, when you were playing, was there ever an assistant coach, a trainer from like a certain team that everybody hated that was always mouthy, that was always barking at you guys when you were on the floor?
4: Never, they knew better. They knew what the circumstances would be. <laughs> I mean, well, one 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 time we we're playing Detroit and the Bad Boys, and they had you know they had an assistant coach. I can't remember who he was, but he just kept saying, "Stop him! You can you know get him worthy worthy. He's not all that." And so at the end, at the end of the third quarter, going through the fourth quarter, I went by the bench and I said, "Who else do you have?" I, I, I was just looking right in the eye. I said, you got anybody else because whatever you bring is not working. Oh, That's yeah. about it. We never really got we never really got into a lot of oh yeah. Of, no, no, nobody wanted to get us riled up, so they knew better than to talk to the Lakers right there.
0: Well, we know better than to talk to James Worthy like anything other than with a gigantic amount of respect, uh, James. Real quick, uh, have you been following uh, the Shohei Otani uh, free agency? Or do you have a dog in a fight here?
4: Not really, oh. not really. If I'm not if I'm not working on the set, I ain't working outside of the set. Tell me about it. you. Tell me about. <laughs> we it. don't have
0: no. That? He's just like uh, you know. I mean, it's like the opposite of LeBron James's uh, the decision, or even when he went back to Cleveland. I mean, uh, everybody's in the dark. Nobody knows if if anybody leaks uh, what they met with him about. He might do- drop them. Uh, everybody's walking on eggshells around a very, very different type of player. So it's kind of interesting. MLB Network's on the air for eight hours and they got nothing to talk about.
4: <laughs> hey, hold it to suspense.
0: Well, that's <laughs> that's what we got going. We'll let you know what happens next week when uh, when you join us, James. Have a great day and have a great show tomorrow. And uh, thank you for joining us. Getting off the course, we appreciate it.
2: You got it, guys. Later on, James Worthy. Driven by the Ford F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 46 years and counting. Head to your Southern California Ford dealers for great offers on a Ford F-Series truck. Unidos, we are stronger. I wonder what that 18th hole was like, man. Maybe it was Virginia Country Club, that big old uphill you got to walk to get to the green at the end, you know? Get you all breathy. I don't know, Matt. Maybe there's a nice cold one at the 19th hole waiting for him, you know?
1: Sounded like he was putting his clubs in the back of his
0: uh Yeah, it sounded like he was leaving. Yeah. Yeah, put the clubs in the back of the car. Eat traffic. Talk to these two idiots. I bet that's it. Switch, it, that's my, it. Uh, switch my phone from up against my head to the Bluetooth. You know. You know the drill.
2: Sure. All too well.
0: <laughs> and you've been kicked off the last five golf courses you were on for wearing board shorts. There's that, too. And tank tops. Can't carry your surfboard out here, sir. Can't hit the ball with your surfboard. Oh, uh, yeah. What about Bill Cutback Johnson? What if we, We'll be right back with more Petros and money. Maybe talk a little college football next.
2: Hey, thank you to James Worthy. You know, we'd love to see you. Got a couple more remotes left before the 3 to 6.30 p.m. We'll be there. That is award-winning handcrafted beers, the happy hour, 3 hey, to 6.30 Some giveaways. The big one is Friday. It is our first ever Petros and Money dysfunctional holiday office party. And we are doing it from Tarantula Hill all the way out in Thousand Oaks. So totally opposite ends of the spectrum. When it comes to the greater Los Angeles area, South Orange County, Ventura County, T.O. will be there 3-7 to a week from Friday, giving away a whole lot of prizes. Dodger suite tickets, center court tickets for the Clippers, UCLA basketball, Chargers, Autographed items, a forest lamp will be given away in orange.
0: Yes, Cates is going to put the lamp together. We actually, we don't know if we should put the lamp together uh, and then bring it down there or give it away in the box. What's in the box? Well, we know what's in the box is a lamp. I would like to have it assembled if possible. I said that that might be good too. It, it looks good. And because it's a lamp
2: we and we have a power strip, Courtesy of Craig or Bert, we can plug it in and really show off. Like, hey, check this thing out! This it, it, it turns light. it works. It works. Like right. light comes out. So of we got to
0: bring a light bulb, then, guys. Right. Like, I mean, that does not come with the lamp. We're gonna need. I to- have
1: to go buy a light bulb. Now. No, I'll it bring one from ch-
0: home. Okay, Jesus. Check the box, Kate's. It may have a light bulb. How sad is our where we where we're like, oh, no light bulb, we're out.
2: Like, right. we, come on, guys. We're better than that, Cates.
1: We're Actually, better. I'm not. I'm not.
2: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Okay. You can hit up the Ace hardware with Madden's big square head
0: and get a light bulb. Boom. You know, Joe Klatt does a lot of boom. Is that right? Yeah. Look at this here. Boom.
1: Yeah, he does, pal. Yeah. Bud. Bud. Hey, Bud. You know what Mark Sanchez did on Sunday? I forgot to text you. Oh, guys. he dropped
0: the LeBron James. Yes,
1: they, uh, they, LeBron they show, James. They showed LeBron James in the suite. He's Like there he is, LeBron James. Yeah, Sanchez. <laughs> yes, Sanchez. Sanchez don't
0: care at all. Sanchez does not give an f. LeBron James. Good job, Sanchito. It's Petros and money influence on him there. My favorite thing ever is when I was walking up to USC, like during my days of really covering him close. And I was walking into Heritage Hall. And Mark Sanchez was outside in not a heated conversation, but a conversation with like a little Latino guy. And there was like a camera crew and there was a pile of clothes, like a gigantic sombrero and like, <laughs> and all his, nice? like you know, like mariachi clothes. And he's like, these guys want me to wear this and say, but just, I, I can't do this. I can't. It doesn't fit. And I, I just, I don't want to be upsetting. I was just like, oh my God. Poor Sanchez. Poor Sanchez. He's like I just don't I just don't think it would be a good look for the rest of the team. I mean look at this stuff. I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Mr. Sanchez, can you please put this on? Mr. Sanchez (laughs) Would it be possible (laughs) people enjoy your heritage? (laughs) Twenty twenty-three MLS cop. They that is, by heritage. the way, one
2: of my, uh, my favorite Instagram reels that pops up on my feed every now and then. The super white frat guy in the Serape with the mustache and the sombrero. Oh, he's the best. Walking around the UCLA campus going, yeah, this, is this is uh you?
0: Yes, uh, that's yes, it, not
2: your culture. Yes, it does. And then he goes over
0: to Alvera <laughs> to Street. Over Street. Hey, you look great. are you look good? I like it. It's a good look. I you like look, it very much. Uh, this doesn't offend you at all? No, don't ever let it. We love it. Not at all. He's fantastic. Then Sondheimer walks in the background buying a luchador mask. What if it's for me? <laughs> the 2023 MLS Cup presented by Audi is this Saturday, December 9th with the Columbus Crew. Going head-to-head against your defending MLS Cup champs, LAFC, for the ultimate prize. Tune in to the action live on TV. Watch free on Apple TV with MLS Season Pass starting at 1 Pacific Time on Saturday. One thing that really blows your mind when you think about soccer in LA, don't nobody talk about the Galaxy anymore. No. Block by block, Liva por Liva, the LAFC and our friend John Thorrington Have catapulted the galaxy. I mean, they might as well be in San Diego.
2: You ain't kidding. Think about the amount of money our friend Nomar Garcia para has made. He's become a billionaire. He and Mia Hamm, their investment (laughs) in LAFC. Um, We're going to see him on that
0: Forbes list. Yeah, they sent him a golden rake for Christmas. Get ready to rake it in. (laughs) All right, Matt. You know, I got played off the other day when I was trying to talk about the Bruins. You know, I got played off by Ronnie Fascio who played Vasay off yesterday.
2: Yeah, got to get to Bruin Insider.
0: Good luck to the Bruins, Matt. I got played off like a putzo nose, but it's not going to stop me. Yeah, your yeah, putzo nose. From getting to the glorious UCLA versus Boise Gronk Bowl. We talked about Caleb Williams and his absence in the Holiday Bowl, but we couldn't get to the Gronk Bowl. Gronk, who works for Fox, but is doing a bowl for ESPN. Get money. Get money, and Matt. It'll be right after our show from Tarantula Hill, December sixteenth. UCLA plays Boise, as Tony Bruno used to say, Boise man. Man, I'm ready to I was Ryan. syndicated in Boise. Boise State, who won the Mountain West, making Spencer Danielson your non-interim head coach anymore. They pulled the label off him. He's the Boise State head coach. A very young guy from APU.edu. UCLA has lost their defensive coordinator to their rival who just helped shut down Caleb Williams. UCLA will have Chase Garber's healthier, I guess. And it's at SoFi. So Matt and I will still be working. It will not be between you know most of the bowl games that anybody cares about matt they happen and then they're over and we get back on the air and it's old news you know but that will not be the case with the la gronk bowl oh
2: news will never get old
0: now i don't know if they're going to have jimmy camel out there remember the jimmy kimmel mascot i don't i think jimmy kimmel is out well he's out but i don't know if they'd bring the camel back because what are they going to do with the camel you know what i mean we need a camel. Uh, but I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how Gronk is going to do it or whatever. Boise does have one of the country's best running backs, Ashton Genty, who is a monster. And he is coming back to Boise back. next year. Back! 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 back. back. Yeah! Because they gave him, reportedly, $300,000 and a house. Okay. Okay. So he wrote one of those... Pretty good gig. He wrote one of those... Uh, I love it here. This is my family. This is my home. I love it. You know, with a picture of him scoring a touchdown. Right. Like ah. And they have and a By good, the way, I got a house. Yeah, and I got a house. And they have a good back in George Halani, who's been there forever out of a St. John Bosco and a big running quarterback who cannot throw in Taylan Green. And it's good that Taylor Green cannot throw because they have almost no wide receivers. So, that's Boise okay. in a nutshell. That's Rock Bowl. That is the Gronk Bowl. Both USC and UCLA are going to lose their bowl games. Merry Christmas. That's my original feeling. Both opponents seem more motivated. But things can change, as you know, Matt, in the The coming weeks. Yeah, people People change. And the bowls change. And people that are going to play change. But uh, we will be on top of the Holiday Bowl and the LA Bowl. And uh, we're not going to lament uh, Florida State. We've talked enough about it. But uh, the committee is a TV company. College football is made up of people that care about television. And Florida State did get screwed because they were not as attractive to the television. Nuts and bolts.
2: Nuts and, at, and bolts. And
0: at a certain point, you know, it. It. I mean, it is all about TV. But at a certain point, uh, there has to be a little bit more integrity. You're never gonna get it, and that's why it's good that we have the uh, playoff
2: expanding. Yes, next year. I, I was very upset that that nobody, and understandably, you know, for the honor of Miss Terry, they wouldn't dare step to Nick Saban. But when he said, you know, this team is not the team that lost to Texas by ten, that that this team is a completely different team today after defeating Georgia, that that nobody followed up with. Well, yeah, but what about just last week?
0: Yeah, what <laughs> about needing a miracle to beat Auburn? What about that? <laughs> Fourth and 31 against them. And, a, and then Auburn got their Auburn. ass beat by a guy in a Serape. Uh, New Mexico State. That just, wait a minute, that was just last week. The like committee. Week. The committee is a sports TV programming trick yeah. invoked by ESPN to help protect it when possible to get the sexiest games possible. And that is where we are. And look, Florida State did beat two SEC teams. LSU, who's got the Heisman winner, and Florida. And they beat Southern Miss in the non-conference. Who did Alabama beat in the Mm non-con? They lost to Texas. They beat Middle Tennessee, South Florida, and Tennessee. Chattanooga! And the thing that really bothers me is that every ESPN college football analyst I've seen in the last 48 hours agrees with the four teams. The Kool Aid has been served and consumed. I, I mean, I'm yeah. not expecting. I mean, I guess Booger was the one who went against it, but well, yeah, the SEC's crap. It's just
2: crap this year. It's not. It doesn't happen often. It just so happened to happen this year. Right,
0: it happened this May year. Stink. But the whole they're thing, a bad conference this year. The whole thing is built for the SEC, and they're right. never going to be left out. That what's most interesting to me, from our perspective as West Coast guys, is that. College football, if the Pac-12 would have been like half as good as it is this year, would have been in real dire straits for a long time because it's been easy for everybody, especially with Espen, right, to dismiss the Pac-12 and oh they're not good. All right, let's figure out how to get two SEC teams into this thing, you know, or Ohio State and Michigan into this thing.
2: Yeah, Georgia and Alabama. Right. And it's
0: this year. Yeah. You know, you knew Oregon was going to go, or you knew Washington was going to go. And it set the rest of it aflame. But look, the committee—the stuff that Leach says about a committee—is pretty epic and pretty, pretty. Yeah, wide on. everybody's
2: tweeting that thing around. It's dead on. Yeah, it's pretty fabulous. Now, though. I do think there is merit to that. You know, this is the bed that that the ACC made, and that's not Florida State's fault. But you know, the well, they did try to leave. Ass, no, I just mean the stupid ass alliance. They would have had the 12-team playoff this year, but the, this right, alliance they that they decided it, right. said, no, we're going to keep it forward. You're not getting an extra team in SEC. We're pushing against yeah. that. And,
0: the 14-team playoff was, you know, was never not
2: stupid. It's Exactly. Yeah. it's So the fact they could have had the 12-team this year it would have been very easy were it not for this idea that we're going to push back SEC, Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12. Unite!
0: Yeah, I mean, but and it, it is amazing that you can go undefeated, win the ACC, and be told you're not making yeah, the playoff. It's stupid. Now,
2: I do think this will be the highest ratings. Because you've got every quadrant, right? right. You got Michigan like, Midwest, uh, Washington West, yeah. Alabama South.
0: Like the old BCS Oregon versus uh, Auburn game. Right. It's
2: like you've got it all. You've, you everything everything is included.
0: And next year, Toledo. Oh, let's go Rockets. Would be in. Let's go. Well look, Taylor, like Taylor Green a, is uh the, the Boise quarterbacks transferring. Oh, so they'll probably be a lot better in the passing game.
2: I did love that the uh overshadowed was how pissed off SMU was that Liberty got the nod. SMU <laughs> should be pissed,
0: great. Toledo should be pissed. Yeah. Liberty didn't play anybody. Nobody. I mean, and they're getting their ass almost beat by these conference USA opponents. If Oregon fields a team, they're gonna beat Liberty by a hundred. But then again, Oregon almost lost at Texas Tech this year. So, And by the
2: way, you know Alabama's winning the national championship.
0: That's obvious. Oh, that'll be great. And then That's we just listen to, you know, Saban is a master. <laughs> exactly. That's as long as Sark's fat head gets rolled off his shoulders, I'm okay. Oh, come on.
2: That's a guy that had coarse Lights with us at Brennan's, for God's sakes. Seasons change. People change. will change.
0: <laughs> we'll be back with the word number song of the day next.